I'm on the old uh, San Miguel now, and I was on a beer Moretti mm. before. But oh, uh, right. can I can I just give a special shout out to my mate Steve who left them in my fridge the other night? So. <laughs> 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 On this episode of the podcast, we talk VAR and penalties and all the controversy that comes along with them. We also discuss the phenomenon which is Tottenham Hotspur Football Club and our transfers of the season, including the best and worst transfers and the best bargains. So sit back, relax, crack open a cold one. It's time for four manks, one toffee. That's what you want, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, re- I no. remember last Saturday when obviously we went out to the pub. I'm sat there and I'm thinking, oh yeah, this is great. Like, uh, go to pub like old times and stuff. And I thought, right, sitting here, oh that that round was five pounds sixty. That's for two pints. <laughs> and so I could pay double that and got twenty cans back at home. And I was thinking, right, yeah. at least at least we've got a football and people to chat to. So they go. Uh, you're putting the uh, putting the football on three o'clock kickoffs are allowed now uh, on Sky and going, yeah, sorry, um, Sky's not working for us at the moment. I was like, oh, so I'm sat there huddling round the phone with uh, BT Sport on watching United. I'm thinking, this is still what I wanted. Still what I wanted. I'm still sat. <laughs> I I could be watching this on a telly. <laughs> You'll be watching it on a telly on my own couch, paying like a third of the price for the beer. But yeah. at the end it's, of the day, um, it, was, it was quite nice to see other people. I went. I went to Spoons last night after work. This is the first time I went to a pub. We know. I was we jealous. Know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was. Know. It is class, like you said. It's the. It's the normality of being mm. back in a pub. Yeah. More than anything, like yeah, I paid seven quid for two pints. It's not ideal. No. But I was seeing other people. I was doing what is a, what used to be normal life. Hang on. You paid seven pound for two pints in Weatherspoons. Yes. <laughs> did, did they come with a side of shares? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, mate! What have you bought? You get Sam Miguel. Quid now, can't you? Sam Miguel. Fucking hell! They must have put it, the is, it is Manchester, to be fair. Like Manchester prices are still fucking skyrocketing. Yeah. Which boot was it? The one near Piccadilly. Uh, no, Moon Under the Water. The one near Spinnyfield. Oh, the classic. Banging that. Banging that. Classic one. spoons. Love it. I love a spoon. I love a spoon's mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. And a, a spoon's breakfast all day. You know when you can yeah. just add, yeah. add more yeah. stuff to it as well. Just throw more meat oh. on for me. I that was the highlight of that Newcastle trip when we went to Spoons for breakfast that morning after. Yeah. Oh yeah. When we went oh, for yeah. mine and Sarah's birthday. <laughs> yeah. That was. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great time that I never had. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right because you were there for the Bournemouth one, mate. Good lad. Mm. Nah. The Bournemouth one, where uh, no, I can't, I can't repeat what Lee <laughs> said. It's not suitable for this podcast. Let's <laughs> 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 just say there's some, some very strange individuals in Bournemouth. Oh, what, like he come, like this guy came in in a wheelchair, didn't he? Mm. He came in on a wheelchair, <laughs> and he and like nothing to see here, just a, a normal guy in a wheelchair. 
And then he stood up out of his wheelchair, like all able-bodied and everything, picked up a table, put it next to another table, sat down, went looking over to the bar, ordered his pint. And I'm just looking at the wheelchair. I could see you looking at the wheelchair. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Disabled toilet access. Good lad. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe a bit more sinister than, than that. Gets in the pub, he knows he's safe from the uh, the benefit fraud agents knocking around. <laughs> They're going Weatherspoons, do they? But, uh, Speaking of Bournemouth, how old oh. are we on the prediction of uh, the bottom three not changing? Mm. Oh, they're all dreadful, aren't they? Shocking. Yeah. I don't know. Though. Bournemouth, Bournemouth put up a bit. There was a bit of spirit last night in that performance against Spurs. Like you, you could see. You could see Eddie Howe before the game. Like I, I watched an interview with him, and he was—he seemed to have his shit about him. And he was just like, "Yeah, we need to start scrapping now. Enough's enough, and we need to get some points on the board." And you could see they were trying to battle. But what with five games to go? I mean, it's just... I know, I know, it's bad, isn't it? It's a but, bit late, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've hit the nail on the head, mate. But let's face it, Spurs should have won because Harry Kane should have had a penalty. Yeah. That's been the big controversy today, hasn't it? The FA coming out and saying they made a mistake in each of the games last night. Yeah. The, uh, the Everton one, the penalty against South, uh, that Southampton got awarded, they said that that should yeah. have been, didn't they? And Spurs should have had a penalty and ours shouldn't have been a penalty. Mm. Oh, no, all all by a side, lads. All by a side, <laughs> what we're saying, pen or no pen. It's clumsy, but it's soft at the same time, I think. It is it's on that borderline for me of if we've got it, I'm going to argue that he's trying to do a Maradona turn and if yeah. the defender wasn't there, he would have succeeded it. That's if it's against me, I'm going to say he studied the defender. Hmm. Like it's, it is that, it's, it's such a borderline, that one, for me. It's not I, going to change the outcome, though, is it? That, no, I mean, no. they, they, they were finished. Yeah, I mean, they were crap they, last night. They were poor. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. the, the, the ref gave it. VAR looked at it. They didn't overturn it. That's good enough for me. Well, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm with you on that one. Fish, you know. yeah. so. Here's my question on this one, right? Because I, I, I've heard everyone ranting around. I was, I was listening to the radio before, and I don't know who it was. It was on TalkSport 2, I think. He, he said like, that like someone had never listened to a radio before. I listened to radio, it was a brand new device. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to this box before, that made sound, it was incredible. <laughs> um, I think it was Source Blood too. I can't remember which one it was, but someone on there was just saying like, it's the worst VAR decision I've ever seen. Like, oh, let, me ask you this. let me ask you this. Have you, seen, have you seen penalties be given for softer challenges than that? Yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. I've also seen penalties not given. Can can we bring up the Trent Alexander-Arnold handball against City that was never given? And then 30 seconds later, Fabinho scored, which Mm -hmm. at the time of the season decided where the the title was going because Liverpool went and stormed it from that point. It's been happening happening all season. Decisions have gone left, right and centre. And I know everyone's like, United are fucking... Penalty United and all the rest of it. Mm, Penchester United. Yeah, listen. If you spend most of your time in the opposition's penalty area, yeah, it's not our fault we win penalties. We're obviously in the fucking opposition's penalty area a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just chip in with an Everton point of view on penalties as well? Because we didn't get awarded a penalty in the Premier League up until we played Norwich, I believe. Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Leicester, sorry. Leicester. Leicester, sorry. Now that. Do you even know your club? Yeah, well, I'm, you know 
I know, I know since we came out of lockdown, we, up until we played Spurs, we were doing all right. But if you think about it, realistically, we played Norwich and beat them 1-0 in the bottom of the table. Like, yeah. we beat bottom of the table 1-0. Mm. And oh. Come on. I mean, the, the win against Leicester was a great result for us, don't get me wrong. And I, I'm not taking that away from my club. But to beat Norwich 1-0 was poor. That's a poor win, in my opinion. But regarding us and penalties, I said... Yeah, well, Everton aren't going to get many penalties, are they? Because, you know, most of the season they've played a lone striker in Calvert-Lewin and now they've decided they want to try it a little bit with two strikers with Calvert-Lewin and Richardson. Don't really get the ball up into the box that much. Of course, Man United, a team that plays with three strikers, three very good informed strikers at the moment, are going to get loads of penalties because they're, they're class. Yeah. You get in the box, they fool defenders. Of course, they're going to win pens. It's yeah. flat. Martial, Martial is like got to be one of the worst attackers to try and take the ball off because if you dive in as defender, he's just going to rinse you. He's just going to slide it to his left foot and get around you. Defenders must hate playing against him. Yeah. Plus also one on one especially. Sorry. Um, plus also the the also the fact is attackers get and and you'll hear it from every single. Uh, pundit when or commentator they'll say oh if it had gone down there it probably would have been a free kick or it probably mm. would have been a penalty so then you moan about them actually going down and yeah. getting a penalty for it and it's just like they can't win and for me if you're a defender um and again this comes from someone that's never played football before but if you're a defender then surely you know that if you're going to dive your foot in then they're going to give them the liberty to go over like, yeah. I'm sorry, you're taking that risk. Know that, um, and just don't don't put your foot in if you don't want them to go over. Just sh- yeah. uh, jockey them to the side to the touchline or something like. Yeah, it's so to, hard when yeah. you're a fullback and having like a, a pacey winger run at you one on one. You've got to make that split decision of there's only so far you can track back with holding them off. At some point, you've got to make a decision of where you put the foot in. And like you said, with players like Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, who his head is his weak foot. Like he can go on either side, you you don't know where to put them. Not so Aaron Wambasaka missed with his head yesterday. Oh, what oh, he missed that really. Earth was he doing? Like just you just got to plant your forehead on it. Like any area of your forehead will do, and that is going straight in front of you and in the bottom corner. I just don't understand how he's missed it. I don't. Because he can't play football. <laughs> He's just got he his foot in he's out and that's it. Yeah. No, he I mean to say fantastic. he can just tackle. To say he can just tackle is I mean, you can't get past him. How many how many players have you seen this season or even last season for Palace? How many players have you seen dribble past him? Can't do it. Not many. Not many. Not many. His timing with his tackling is fucking unreal. But going forward, man, like when you messaged in the group, Danny, yesterday, like I, th- I thought Danny's my spirit animal. That is exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking right now. Cannot cross. He, he no. can't cross. His the flick that he did against was it Bournemouth? I can't remember which game it was. Where he tried to do like a Ronaldo chop pass and just completely missed the ball. But yeah, no. you can't do the simple things right at the moment. Don't try and complicate it. I, I love him. He's, I think he's one of our, I think he's been our, one of our best players this season. Yeah. Mm. Um, and as as a fullback, I just love watching him play. I'm watching him thinking, how can I improve my game? Like, how can I tackle like he does, which I'll never be able to do, but you can learn from him. But fuck me, I could teach him a thing or two when it comes to ball at the feet. 
How, how old is he, Mambasaka? Twenty-one. So there's plenty of time for him to to improve. Is my point. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd rather him. I'd rather him be crap at attacking than defending. Because yeah, it's e- it's easier to learn to find the key pass and to cross the ball. This is the argument with Trent. Trent's got the harder job to do in learning how to defend. Defending like that is an instinct. You've either got it or you've not. Van Dijk, Wambisaka, Terry Vidic, they all had it. They learn it at a young age. Trent's got to learn that now, being in the spotlight as the best right back in the world. That's going to be a hard skill to learn for him. Well, either that or he's going to move forward. Yeah, you put him in the would. He would be a phenomenal... I know he came from centre midfield, but he, him as a centre midfielder... Mm. So why do you not why do you not playing him there? Like you could go out and buy a right back who'll do the job for you defensively, and then all of a sudden you freed up Trent to play in your midfield. So I don't understand why Liverpool aren't exploring that option because he's clearly better going forward. Yeah, but then I think it, I think they like the idea of him being wide, don't they? It's his crossing ability. Mm. It's, I've not seen someone cross a ball like that in the Prem since Beckham. No. Yeah, he's got an unbelievable yeah. delivery on him. But that, for me, I mean, going back to the VAR argument, that the worst one last night for me was the Kane one. See, I've that, not that, seen it. I only, I only watched the United game last night, so I didn't, King, I didn't see anything. King came in, and you even saw on the, on the replay from behind the goal, you even saw King gave him a quick glance, and then all of a sudden he just come launching in, and he just put his hands in, into the back of Kane. He's just he's bundled him over. I just can't understand. He, he's not playing the ball whatsoever. Like I don't understand no. how the referee's not got that right but having said that and to move on a little bit from the VAR Jose kicking off after the game making out like it's a big like a big reason why Spurs lost in 112 minutes Spurs didn't get a shot on goal mm. yeah how about with, with the best striker arguably in the world how about you address that rather than going on about how you didn't get a penalty against Bournemouth. You shouldn't need a penalty as Tottenham Hotspur, Champions League finalist last season, to beat Bournemouth, who were 19th in the table. You shouldn't need a penalty. How yeah. are you not getting shots in on goal, on target? That is madness. They're having a tough time at the minute. Tottenham yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah good. <laughs> like, I think it's wrong with them. There's Sorry. something wrong in, in Tottenham Hotspur yeah. at the moment. Probably Jose. Because that's basically yeah. the difference from last year and this year. I know that they've lost Ericsson and he was a big player, but there is something massively wrong. Like that, um, Lucas, like Mora. Is it Lucas Mora. Mora, yeah, yeah. Lucas Mora isn't a patch on the player in com- confidence-wise that he was last year. Like no. la- last year, he was given the opportunity, proved himself by scoring some very important goals. That hat trick that he scored. Yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable, game-changing sort of player. Son, what's happened to him? The thing with Lucas, you talk about like his confidence. My confidence would be knocked if you have carried your team into the Champions League final and then you don't start because a 60% fit Harry Kane is ready. Like that, I, I, we don't know because never, we'll never know the real story. If Lucas starts that game, Spurs might have had a better chance. Mm. Kane, he was not fit. No. We all saw it. 
I think, it I think we all said it. I th- I'm sure we all said you've got to be starting Lucas. Be starting Lucas. He he deserves the right to start because he's got you there. And Kane, maybe you bring him on for say the last half an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, impact yeah. player. Yeah, he maybe well. you want maybe you want you're one nil down with thirty minutes to go, and you bring on Harry Kane, and suddenly the Liverpool defense is like, oh shit, best striker in England is coming on now. Mm. Like that is that is an impact sub. Instead, you've got Lucas, who's had his confidence knocked because he's done everything he possibly can and still can't get a start. Mm-hmm. I think that the the big thing about that final was the penalty early on, um, and mm. I just think that it was it was weird that they just tr- tried to force and shoehorn Kane in <clears throat> the way they did, and I think that was probably one of Pochettino's biggest mistakes. And ultimately yeah. in the way, in the grand scheme of things, that was most likely the, the start of his downfall at Spurs. And it, it kind of just, they, they still live off. I mean, even you've just said it then champions league finalists last year, like we're not even Spurs fans and we're letting him live off that. Like credits where, where it's due with Liverpool, they didn't play off the fact that they were champions league finals the year before they just went and won it the next year. So yeah. uh, Spurs, they they're kind of they were living off that and they let that performance or they let that season, sorry, almost excuse their performances at the start of this season. And that's what ended up getting uh, Mourinho sacked. Uh, sorry, um, Pochettino sacked and bringing Mourinho in. Um, and now it's it's funny really because Mourinho has usually taken three years to get to the point that he's at now with Tottenham, <laughs> but he's he's at yeah. at half a season and yeah, well, he's he's done, he's finished. He he will he won't get a big job after this yeah. again. His well, tactics are way too outdated. Unless he goes to Italy. Or I mean, you, you look at you look at Tottenham now. I mean, you look at Tottenham when they when they sacked Pochettino. I mean, are they any better now? Are they even worse now than what they were? I think they've re- I think they've regressed. You know, I think they've gone backwards. I mean, yeah. And you look at you look at the players that Pochettino had at the time. And those players definitely suited how Pochettino, you know, liked to play. They look, you know, they were very technical. They, you know, they were they were good to watch. They were good to watch. They you were know, last, yeah, def- they were. Definitely last couple of seasons, they were they were very good to watch. They played nice football. But obviously, you've got you've got Mourinho coming, um, and he's he's got the players just don't suit. He, Mourinho's teams never played good. You know, they, they've they've never played nice football, attractive football, have they? It's just. It's just the way Mourinho's done. I mean, he's he's been successful, you know, playing the way he plays. Um, but I just I just don't think the match is there. And I think that was probably no. why he, obviously he got sacked at United as well because it just wasn't a match at the time. Um, but he only suits say, certain clubs. Yeah. Yeah, and like I say, I mean, from when they sacked it, Pochettino to where they are now, I mean, are they any better off? Really. I'd, I'd say no. I, I think they're in a worse position because yeah. we said it in the group chat the other day about Harry Kane. It might be even this morning. If they finish eighth, they could even finish ninth at this point. Mm-hmm. How long do they keep Kane for? They, you can't. You can't keep someone like him forever. He needs to go and win trophies. Yeah, yeah. He'd he, probably give him another what till Christmas. I don't. Think and then he'll be like January. And it'll yeah. be like that's it. You know what? Offer me a new contract or whatever. Nah, not not taking it. Let me go in the summer or something like that. I think it's I, the perfect time for him to go now that they've gone 
gone down yeah they've gone back to the Tottenham that they were before Poch got hold of them I think they've gone you back know? to before Bale yeah yeah when they were that team where they underachieved you know it was a it was a club that was on the ver- like potential it had the potential mm. to go on and do big things you know break into maybe the top four or certainly have a consistent run in the top six that you know the team of last year was was hitting that capability this year they've gone back to sort of mid-table standard which is no way there's a famous quote from Fergie isn't there of I think we went in 1-0 at half-time against them and he just he didn't say anything in his team talk other than lads it's Tottenham mm. we went and beat them like 5-2-5-3 that is the club that they're becoming again it's just they're just Tottenham they're just there it's shocking. that standard it's of, shocking like, to me top tier. when you think of the players as well that Tottenham have had over the year like let's just go over the last 10 to 15 years the, the players at Tottenham have had Ledley King Dimitar Berbatov Jermaine Defoe Gareth Bale Luka Modric <laughs> Robbie Keane you might laugh at Robbie Keane but Robbie Keane at one point was, he was a baller mate yeah, yeah baller absolute fucking baller he was a baller mate Harry Kane like they've had so many quality players over I mean, there even going back to the 90s like the likes of Les Ferdinand Stefan Everson yeah. was banging them in the 90s David Genola yeah Great player, David Ginola, like 99 player of the season, yeah. PFL player of the season. Do you know what I mean? Jurgen, Jurgen Klinsmann. Yeah. Like, they brought in big names. And they're just not, they're just not doing it. And they've just never done it. And I, when was the last time Spurs won a trophy? There you go. That silence tells you all you <laughs> fucking need to know. Yeah, tells you what carried you need through to know. by Champions League final appearance, aren't they? And that's I can't the... wait. I can't wait for the Amazon documentary. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh mate. That is worth the seven ninety nine just on its own for the month. <laughs> we could do a podcast live watch through. Oh don't <laughs> I've been mixing and matching as some of our esteemed followers on Twitter have found out through uh, me live tweeting to them. But what, from a call to a one, Carlin? No, I'm actually on uh, a load of different brew dogs and stuff today. Um, But this time I've gone hardcore with the Francis Kana Weiss beer from München. So I'm on the the Weiss beer from the good old days of Oktoberfest. We've got some fucking stories about that, haven't we, lads? Um, So yeah, this is is me for now. What about you, boys? Go on. I was... Go for it, Collins. Uh, listen, nothing to say. I'm on 89 calorie skinny lager because my fat cunt next. <laughs> Danny? <laughs> I was on the uh, red ruby ale from Aldi. I'm now on the amber ale from Aldi. Mm. Got 1.29 a right. bottle, boys. I'm telling Looking you, out. if you like your, re- if you like your real ale... System, you are, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Wait till I get that green and out. Dale, I've not seen you lift a drink to your uh, to I your mouth. Uh, I, I, I have got one. I might as well Worse be drinking Carl, water, boys, to be honest. Um, it is um, Carlsberg tonight. Oh, <laughs> no! 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 Times are hard. No! Right, we'll Friday night. I know. Friday night. You know what? You can, you can edit that one out of the podcast anyway. No, that stays in. That stays in. That stays in. <laughs> if I got slew yeah. for drinking water, that fucking stays in. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I'm fucking editing, the only thing I'm editing is you out the podcast, you fucking. Uh, <laughs> you can't say shit. You're on skinny beers. 
Well, <laughs> I'm a um, requirement. <laughs> I'm going to have to say about with that one, Dale, mate. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, much be better. Is the comment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unsatisfactory? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know. Last week when we started off with the uh, Carlin, because you had nothing left, sort of comment thing. <laughs> Mate, I've, I've not even got one for that. That's that's yeah. another level. That oh, that <laughs> is that's dangerous. That. I'm on the old uh, San Miguel now, and I was on a beer Moretti mm. before. But, oh, uh, can, I, can I just give a special shout out to my mate Steve, who left them in my fridge the other night? So, <laughs> 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 I like it. Phenomenal. Nice one, lad. Do love like it. Do love Oh, yeah. I think, I think my, yeah, my mate left my, these Carlsbergs in the fridge as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's convenient, isn't it? We are them. We are, oh we, boys, I sorry, can I just pause? I'm watching on. the I'm watching Real Madrid and Alaves at the moment, and I think the referee's getting substituted because he's pulled his hamstring trying to keep up with play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lockdown's got to him. Oh, you look like Gary real. Cahill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking John Moss could have done with getting subbed off the other night. Fuck me. Oh my god. When uh, when the re- when the referee pulled his hamstring, did Willian go racing past him with the ball? Ready to fucking square it to Insane. Insane. Lads, we were talking about Spurs earlier. We said about Bale. Remember how much they got for Gareth Bale? There's a lot. 85 million? 85, yeah. Yeah, 80 million. 85 million. And what did they do with that money? Oh, NASA Chadley. (laughs) Some of the worst transfers we've ever seen. Do you like that really? segue? What about that Janssen? segment? Yeah, Vincent Janssen. Soldado. Soldado, Lamella, Chadley, Vertonghen. Ericsson. They I bought Ericsson. Ericsson was part of it as well. Yeah. 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 He wasn't bad. Awful. <laughs> <He> was <laughs> right, yeah. Ericsson yeah, was, yeah, was all right. Soldado. Do you remember Soldado? Mate. He was a fucking beat. He was a beat tech George Osamarasim. <laughs> Mate, he he carried me on FIFA 10, 11, and 12. That man will always have a place in my heart. Uh-huh. Was he at Valencia, wasn't he? He was decent at Valencia. Yeah, yeah, he was decent at Valencia. He was all right. I think, Spain, he, I, think yeah. a, I think he's at Granada now. Is he? That, that's a fall from grace, that. <laughs> well, is yeah, he the weather? but he is, he is like... <laughs> 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 and now we found the intro to the show <laughs> for any of our southern listeners that's Granada reports <laughs> <laughs> yeah the point I was making boys is what on earth has this transfer season been in the terms of 1920 we've seen some bizarre deals haven't we yeah yeah I mean like, Sorry, go on. For you, for you, boys. Transfers. Who's your best transfers for for everyone this season? Like, I feel like unanimously, we're we're probably all swinging towards Bruno. Let's be honest. It has to be. See, no, I would I would have said, you know, if you're going off the winter transfer season, obviously Bruno. um, But I'm going to throw Summit completely out there. I think Southampton have done a cracking deal there with Danny Ings oh, yeah. at the start of the yeah. season. Yeah, he was. I think he was originally on loan yeah. there, um, yeah. and I think they made it permanent in the summer. And eighteen million, 
18 million. He's got was it 18 league goals. Yeah. Um, 34 appearances. You know, he's incredible return. Kept, he's, he's kept them in the Premier League. Really. Oh, single-handedly kept them in the Premier League. Um, uh, so, you know, for me, if you if you're not gonna obviously not gonna mention Bruno, Danny Ings for me would be would be up there as as probably yeah the transfer of the season. But so I was yeah. I was reluctant about including Danny Ings in mine because he was there on loan. He's a scouse con. Also that because <laughs> 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 he was on loan, I kind of. I kind of thought it was cheating a bit because he was he was there already, so he's had time to bed in. So I looked at the perspective of mm-hmm. people that have gone in this season. Um, yeah. And you know what, right? For as much as we slate them, and as much as we have a laugh at their expense because of the shit, Nicola Pepe for Arsenal. Now he had a bit mm. of a shit start to the season, but in all competitions for Arsenal this year, he's got twenty-two goals and eleven assists. Now that's not a bad return. Is that what he's on? Twenty-two goals, eleven assists, according to. Do you know what? Like that, that, that shocked me. I didn't, I didn't think he's, yeah, he's done I, that well. I knew he was doing all right, but I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that. Yeah. Well, he's probably scored all competitions. All competitions. Yeah. Because yeah. he's done well in the Europa League. Really. Yeah, that's it. In the Premier League, has he? Not really. I mean, he scored against, he scored against us, so we can't really comment. Yeah. Did he score against us, or did he set up against us? Can't remember. All I know is that I think he's one of the only wingers to get past Wan Bissaka this season, which is right. Yeah. I'm I'm lying again. It's only eight goals. Oh well, oh. there we go. That sounds oh, uh, well, Lee is now sacked from the podcast. Fucking <laughs> hell! I don't know how I keep managing to Lee, do it's this. Lee and Dale in the gulag. Winner takes all. Winner uh. comes back on. <laughs> Honestly, you are the dick of the week, Lee. You are the dick of the week. <laughs> And that's I've saying got... something. Dale's drinking a Carlsberg. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know I thought I'd redeem myself by not drinking Carlin and then I fucking throw <laughs> that out. I just oh, can't right. help myself. I went for a different flavour because I had a feeling a lot of people would go Bruno. And I looked towards the Bundesliga for like the oh, best transfer. Here we go. I, I know exactly what you're going to say because I was thinking it. Well, go on then. Well, I, I was just going to say that Haaland. It has oh, to. no. See, I've not gone Haaland. No. I've gone someone else. I went with Christopher and Kunku. For Leipzig. Oh, interesting. Mm. Because Can you say that again? What's Christopher in Christopher Nkunku. Interesting. He name. he came yeah. He came into that squad as like he tear up in the French League. And obviously you all know my opinion on the French League and the Italian League. Mm-hmm. Say it again. They grow crops. They grow oh. crops. <laughs> <laughs> but he's come to the Bundesliga. He's about five foot seven, five foot eight. Looks like he weighs about 140 pounds wet through. Mm. And he has absolutely bossed the league. If it wasn't for Thomas Muller having an outstanding season with assists, he'd be up there with, as a top assister. Yeah. Which I think he's gone under the radar because everyone talks about Leipzig with Timo Werner, and rightfully so. Werner's had an exceptional season. But players like Savitsa and Nkunku feeding him, it, he's been unbelievable and I think if they don't keep up their standards there are going to be some big clubs knocking on the door from Kunku sorry one one thing I was going to say there is um, I was actually reading an article that TalkSport posted earlier and it was that Liverpool's front three aren't even the best in Europe and um, shockingly and interestingly RB Leipzig is up there as second I think Um, Mm. 
with Sabat Verna and ooh, what's the other fella's name? Danny Olmo. Yeah, it might be him. Um, they're second on the number of goals that they've scored, with mm. Bayern being number one, but that's only because Lewandowski scored about 70 goals. But... <laughs> yeah, Lewandowski scored about 85,000 goals. Yeah, but it's, it, it, was, it shocked me, actually, to see RB Leipzig up that high. It, they've uh, had a phenomenal season. Like I, I've that's... watched a lot of the Bundesliga. And Everyone hates them. It, it's the football they play, though. Yeah, they do hate them because of the money aspect, and there is a lot of hate in Germany for them, but yeah. What Nagelsmann is building there is yeah. it, the, he's 32 years old. I think he is the manager. It's mad. Like, yeah. and he's he's it's building, uh, yeah, he's building a dynasty there. All, what is going to be interesting is whether they get the money back from Werner can reinvest because Paulson and Patrick Schick are awful. Yeah, you cannot replace them goals that Werner's got. He they have to go out and sign another striker. Well, I'm going to go sideways with mine. And even though, like, because I'll I'll just say this now, Haaland's Haaland's my number one transfer. I think Borussia Dortmund have got an absolute fucking bargain there. Was it 22 and a half million, was it? Yeah. Oh, it's unreal. That's unbelievable. But I'm going to go sideways and I'm going to say, on a technicality, even though he was on loan last season, he only made it permanent this summer. How can you overlook Raul Jimenez? Yeah. Mm. I genuinely, same as Lee with Danny Ings, I completely forgot he wasn't permanent. Last I, completely I, I know he was on last season. I know he's been at no. Wolves for a while, but to to clinch that as a permanent transfer and look mm-hmm. how many goals he scored for them. How much did they pay? 30 million for him? Bargain. A snip, mate. Yeah. And yeah. The goals he scored, and he's, and rightly so, is being linked with some of the biggest teams in Europe now. I take him at United. Oh, I don't know where he's yeah, fit, but I take yeah. him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> all day. He's a great striker, and he can just he can do everything. He's great in the box in and around the box. He's great at fucking those long range screamers. He's a, he's a fantastic link in between midfield and attack. Like he, he can just do a little bit of everything, I think, Raul Jimenez. He's a very good mix of old and he's a mix of old and new school though, isn't it? Like you said, yeah. he, he wins the balls in the box. He is a bully, but he can play the intricate play as well. Yeah. And he wouldn't he wouldn't fit a wolves if he can't do that because Nuno mm. likes his passes. Yeah. I think that he he's that typical number nine, isn't he? That people were mm. saying was dying almost as a as a position. I still think it is. Yeah, I, I think still it think is. it is. But then you've got players like Harry Kane, who's your typical number nine. And you've got players like Jimenez, who's Lewandowski. typical Lewandowski's yeah. getting on a bit, but he's still a typical number nine. We're going to see... <laughs> he's getting on a bit. He's had his best ever season. Well, yeah. It's ridiculous. We're going to see yeah. more of the types of strikers as... Anthony Martial, you want to put him as, as an out-and-out striker. What about Firmino, defensive striker, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Get That's back in the gulag. <laughs> Mason Greenwood now has more goals in the Premier League this season than Roberto Firmino. Just saying. Listen, I had this argument. He also had more than Carlos Sanchez and fucking Di Maria combined. Yeah. <laughs> I, really I had this argument, Liverpool fans, Salah and Mane, and this just shows I'm not biased and I'm not being fucking bitter. Salah and Mane are absolutely fantastic. They they are two of the players that have brought Liverpool the success that they've had over the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. 
you you are lying as a Liverpool fan if you tell me that if someone came along tomorrow and said, right, we are going to give you Aguero, but he has to play instead of Firmino. Every Liverpool fan saying, yeah, I, I can't yeah, understand. Like, yeah. I can't even get me words about me. Like, it, it just, <laughs> I can't understand this thing where they're like, oh, you know, he's he's pivotal to the way they play. No, Salah and Mane play the way they play because they are world class. Yeah, they don't yeah. need Firmino. They don't need Firmino to score goals. And if you put Aguero in there, Salah and Mane are still scoring those goals. But Aguero scoring three times the amount of goals that Firmino scores. Case it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting to see like the the two different sides with Liverpool fans uh, on Twitter. And to be honest, it's every fan base as well. Ours are just as bad. Mm-hmm. You've got your diehards and you've got your realists, and it's very clear and obvious the ones who, oh, defensive striker, we're happy with him, and a lot of the fans are like, why the fuck did we not buy Timo Werner? Yeah, we could win the league for the next three seasons if we if we signed him. You're not telling me that they haven't got fifty million for a world class striker. Like they need one. They do. They desperately need one. It's not good enough. That Minamino's not nowhere near good enough. We don't know with Minamino. Like he's not had a chance, has he? I mean, let's be no. That's being fair. He's not had an opportunity to stamp his mark on the team. But Timo Werner's going to come back to haunt him. I think. So I think so as well. <clears throat> Tell you, one of my other shouts for one of the transfers of the season um, was also a January buy, and it was Tottenham's Steven Bergvine, who I think is an absolute yeah. player. Like scored his debut, he was. Sorry, he scored every time he started. Yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah. He, he caused us right. problems. Like we shouldn't have drawn that game, and David de Gea shouldn't have had hand like wrists like quavers, but. Oh. He, was, he still scored and he still had the shot and he was still a, a problem down that right that, that right. Luke Shaw kept losing him um all mm. the time. However, whenever I've seen Spurs play, he is and he's come on, he has been absolutely pivotal and he's been quality. And I knew he would the second they signed him, because I've seen him play for Holland, I'd seen him play for um PSV. Is it PSV? Yeah. Um yeah. And he, he was just phenomenal. And I think that he's got to be an absolute one to watch for next season. Now he's bedded in a little bit. If they get a, a good run of games behind him and he gets a good run of starts, he's going to be classing, I reckon. I feel like we've, we've slewed Tottenham a lot this this podcast, but you can't knock Berg, Bergwijn. He, no. he looks the real deal. And there's not many players that come over from Holland that no. do look the real deal. But no. when they do, they are brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, and on he's the note definitely of- up there. On the note of Spurs and some of the signings they've made this year, <clears throat> Dombele, who's the worst <laughs> signing that we've seen this season? Oh, can I? Sorry, go, go on. Be, go please, please, please. Go first, mate. I think we've all got a few. Yeah, we've all got <laughs> the same one. I've gone for Joe Linton at Newcastle. He's oh, Lee, you put the words out well. He's, he's, he's been shocked. No, I, I really feel for the lad because... He's come over with a big price tag, forty million signed for, wasn't it? And um, he is just—he cannot get a break for Newcastle. I watch Newcastle quite a lot, obviously, because my dad's a Geordie, and um, he just—it's like nothing goes right for him. He'll just get the ball taken away from him as he's pulling the trigger, or he'll hit a hit a defender's leg, or the ball won't quite bounce right off his chest and stuff, or he'll just miss a header. It just never goes right for him, but. 
Yeah. He he can try all he wants. He, he looks like he yeah. could have about seventy shots and he wouldn't he wouldn't at target. Yeah. I mean, I think the UI is the biggest flop of the season. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Lee. I mean, I think what did he buy him for? Was it just was it forty million? Yeah, I think it was. I think yeah. it was. Um, he's played. He's been involved in every Premier League game. So he's been involved in thirty-four Premier League games. He's got two goals. Him for uh, 40, forty million pounds right He's got two goals. They bought him for his goals as well. That was his main job. They brought yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, um, I absolutely agree. I, um, I've, I've, like, to be honest, yeah, I think. Yeah, I've got a few written down because uh, there has been a few. Yeah, oh, I've got another. Just, I've got another one, but I'll come. On, I'll come on to that in a bit. Yeah, but. on the on the point of Jolinton, I've got Sebastian Allaire. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Four, forty-five million, nothing. Uh, Moise Keane, also one. Awful, uh, yeah. Minamino. Yeah, shite. Adoma 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 Luckman at Leipzig. When Oza wanted to be the next Jadon Sancho, he's done nothing. No. Uh, I've also got Jao Felix and Aidan Hazard. No. For a combined 210 million, whatever it was. Painful. I know Hazard's been done with injury, but Jao Felix cost 110 million pounds and he's got one goal and two assists, I think it is. I thought he looked decent, but I obviously don't watch Spanish football. At all. But my biggest flop, Antoine Griezmann. Yeah, really? one hundred and twenty million pounds to play in a team where he doesn't fit, he mm. doesn't look comfortable, he's not happy, and has just been put back up for sale. Really? What officially? Been, so they released a list the other day. I meant to send it to the chat, and I completely forgot. But. Um, They've released a, a list of players that they are happy to sell, and it is Griezmann, Suarez, Busquets, PK, Testegen, De Jong. Wow, I'm shocked by what? that. Wow. And, 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 and Messi. <laughs> they are ready to cut What ties. are they doing? Barcelona are a fucking shambles of a football because club. Because the, so. the CEO, yeah. uh, Barmago, however you say his name, has stood firm and is like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not being dictated by a 33-year-old. And but yeah, to Sagan, Griezmann, De Jong, De Jong. De Jong is ridiculous. He's he's one if, of the best midfielders in the world. I if think. If I'm Oli Solskjaer, take it. And I'm aware that De Jong is available. <laughs> straight in. But yeah, hey. Antoine, Antoine Griezmann for 120 million, and it's not his fault. I know it's not his fault. He's put in a system that doesn't suit him. But I think a player that good makes it work. Yeah. That that and list he's not done just, it. that list you've just told me, yeah. Hey Barcelona chairman. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, Mark Andre to Stegen. That's mental. Second that or third best keeper in the world. He yeah, he is. He's a fantastic keeper. Oh, I tell you what, that list coincides with Man United's transfer rumours for the next six fucking weeks. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah, they're, that's my, they're my biggest flops. Moise Keane is my special mention. I'm sorry, Josh. I said it after six weeks, and you boys all said, give him a chance, it's been six weeks. I've given him more of a chance. Yeah. He's fucking dog shit. Josh. I'll, 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 I'll throw another one out there. I'll throw one out there. Again, it's Premier League. Dale, please say that. <laughs> Um, I've got one on the tip of yeah, my we're tongue. Going, we're, going, we're, going, we're going back to Spurs. We're going back to Spurs. 
No, yeah. not mine. Ryan Sessignon. <laughs> oh, he's, yes. He's, he's, bollocks, like, isn't he? he's like 17, 20, isn't he? 25 million. He's been involved in the starting 11 four times this, this season. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all competitions. He's, he's been injured probably about 75% of it. But for 20, you know what Daniel Levy's like with his money. He don't like spending money. He's like Mark Cashley. Don't like spending money. So yeah. Joe Linton and Ryan Sessignon must be an absolute nightmare for them too. <laughs> He's only twenty though, Ryan Sessignon. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, but, yeah, but first... saying that Green, Greenwood's eighteen. He's he's a we, we can't we can't take age into account with these things anymore. Like oh, you're right. It's, it's one of them ones where if a player's ready, he's ready. Yeah. Bowden's nineteen, Greenwood's eighteen. Those two are ready to start every single game next season. Yeah, Bowden yeah. is ridiculous. He's just stupid, isn't he? That one. He's so yeah, those, those are my two chaps. I think they're the Josh. worst. Of, uh, Josh, worst. Biggest he's going to go for the Everton team here, isn't he? <laughs> I mean. You're not far wrong. I, I was going to say Moyes Keen for the fact that I said give him a chance. He's obvious. I mean, what I saw at Juve, I did see some potential and I think everyone did. And I, I certainly know that I was a big advocate for him in the beginning of coming in and sort of taking his time, getting used to the English Premier League. Um, he's a young lad. I didn't expect him to hit the ground running. Um, but for the money we paid for him, and every time we bring him on, which is usually just at the ground, 15, 20 minutes, he is dog shit. <laughs> There's no skating <laughs> over it anymore. He, he looks like a lad that doesn't enjoy his football, doesn't enjoy being in England. I think he probably massively regrets his move, wishes he never left Juve. Um, but he, for me, he's still not Everton's worst signing. I'm going to go with... Alex Awobi. Toss. He is absolutely toss. He is, I mean, when he was at Arsenal, he was toss. And then Everton, my club, come into some money and all of a sudden they just throw it at toss players. Arsenal must have been laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, I bet they were. Every Arsenal fan must have been pissing themselves when Everton came in. We nearly bought Sissoko, and I thought that that was going to be a massive regret of ours. At least he's playing week in, week out for Tottenham. Don't don't get me wrong, I still think he's toss as well, and I think he ruins yeah. that team. But at least he's better than Iwobi. Iwobi is wank. And I'm going to... Oh, he's just shit. He, Remember he, when you tried to convince yourself you had a good game the other day? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to convince myself that he had a good second half against Norwich, against bottom <laughs> of the table Norwich. In I could game. have a good half against Norwich. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. I know. You know what? I said it, and I said it to my old man, and he corrected me and said, that's against Norwich. You need to sort that and you know what? It's I, like, I, I it's like you went to Arsenal and they were like, oh, yeah, how much for a Wolby? Oh, yeah, 40 million. All right, done. Oh, yeah. Serious. Yeah. Okay. It's, you it's can like, fucking have him, boys. It's like a kid being given 20 quid by his parents to go into a sweet shop and then they've just gone and spunked <laughs> it all over the shop. 
Licorice. Yeah, on licorice. So it's shite. <laughs> oh, it my God. Yeah. <laughs> the the no, heaviest things in your bag. Ran. Yeah, they've spent all 20 quid on licorice. <laughs> That's what it's like. Just How, how much did you spend on it? 40, wasn't it? 40 million. He spent 40 million pounds on Alex Iwobi. 40 million. Not, He's not even worth four. It's not, not exactly a bargain, is it? No. No, that's why. That's why for me, I'm I'm so, ranking up about how shit he is. So, who is your best bargain? Oh, do you know what I've? So I, I the, the number one for me, and um, I think that he could maybe have got um, a better return for his club. Um, however, I think that it <coughs> would for me be Alan San Maximan because Ooh. he looks to be. A proper player in. Now, tell you he, what, there's some games he looks class. Yeah, yeah. It's just I think I think it's yeah. consistency that probably just lets him down a little bit. But it's, yeah, there's, there's games, there's I games think, where yeah. he does look a really good player. He, he needs my mate Dan who gone. He he looks like he's a, a little bit of a lightweight Adama Traore, um, mm. in that they've got the same sort of style of play, the same sort of skill set. They're, they're both quite, very, well, very technical on the ball. I'd say St. Maximum's more skilled than Triore, to be Probably honest. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, however, Triore has just started to add more goals to his, um, to his game. And I think yeah. that St. Maximum, he, he, and I've never thought I'd say this, but he, he looks like he genuinely enjoys playing for Newcastle. And it's such a shame. Mm. That not got the 50,000 crowd behind him every week like he did at the start of the season. But he was signed for Newcastle for a fee of £16.2 million. Is that it? £16.2 million. Bargain. That bargain. Is, yeah, that, yeah, that is a bargain. Because bargain he has the potential to be... He has the potential to go to the top. Well, like, Newcastle yeah, I would say notoriously about, good at this. They, they're notoriously yeah. good at... Uh, I mean, look at how much did... Spurs play talking to Suzuko, how much did Spurs pay for him? I can't remember. It must have been about 35, 40, 40 that million. Was about 30, 40 million, yeah. I think. Johan yeah. Kabai, the they, Newcastle always seem to get these players at the Tovan. Tovan, yeah, even him. Oh. Yeah. And he's gonna yeah. be the next one, I think. Um and even um the other speed merchant they've got, Miguel Almiron. He looks mm. like all he does is run yeah. uh, for, yeah. for every single game. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for him because so he mine. puts in 110 every game yeah. and since the lockdown's ended and he started playing again he's come back a different animal he's getting goals yeah. which he's not yeah. got before no and it's like it's it's nice to see because i love watching players that put in effort get rewarded yeah. for it yeah. wissam ben yedder who is one of my bargains of the season FA, FA Monaco, uh, Monaco, FIFA, FIFA legend. Monaco signing for thirty million euros, Cheap and in in one season became all right joint with Mbappe, but joint league one top scorer. You took. We said about Raúl, thirty million. Ben Yedder, thirty million. He will go on to a bigger club. He's been linked to United. He oh, will go on to a bigger club. He will bang goals. He looks like an absolute baller. Um. Other bargains, I I also had Danny Ings written down. Um, yeah. 80, 18 million for the third top Prem scorer. Yeah. You're not getting a better bargain than that. Haaland, potentially yeah. one of the best drags in the world. 20 million. 
And my one that I'm going for is might be relatively unknown to you boys. Takifusa Kubo, who plays for Real Madrid, who was part Ooh. of the Barcelona part of the Barcelona Academy. And yeah. when Barca had the scandal about signing youth players all them years ago, went back to Japan and was signed by Real Madrid this season on a free transfer and has absolutely tore it up at Mallorca on loan this season. And the forward line thinking of the Benzema, Kubo and Vinicius Jr. next season is a scary prospect. That is frightening, that, to think about. Because And not only how good he is, because we all know the rival between Barca and Madrid, the thought of Florentino Perez sticking a middle finger up at Barcelona going, mm. we've taken your promising youth prospect and we've signed him on a free transfer. That I is... Love it. He's going to be... He looks sensational, lads. I can't, I can't underplay how good he looks. He's the ne- Japan has never had a big player. No. Like, they've had, they've had Nakata. Yeah, Honda. Yeah, I saw Josh pulling his face. Honda. Nakata... Nakata is legend. I'm a big Honda. fan of Nakata. Nakata was baller. They've had Shinji Kagawa. Kagawa, yeah. Fantastic player. Nakamura. Kubo is for Nakamura for Celtic, yeah. Yeah. I feel free, like free Kubo is going to be that one that stays at the top level. He looks that good. And for a free transfer for 19 years old, I can't overlook that as a bargain. What are you saying, Babs, Josh? Bargains. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got, I've got one. Well, I'm going. I'm going to actually go to Arsenal for this one, uh, which, um, they. I think they've, they've got a few youngsters coming through, which potentially could be very, very good. Um, and there's one which I believe they signed for six million in the summer. Yeah, and that's Martin. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, Martinelli for six million. Potentially, in a couple of years, could move to a bigger club, or you know, it could be worth a hell of a lot Let more. But Ten goals in twenty-six games for an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, six yeah. million. Class. Six, yeah, six million. You know, that's that's a that's a fantastic return. So you feel million, like if he thirty thousand, according to transfer, if, if he hadn't have got injured, yeah. He'd be part of the Arsenal forward line now, like Greenwood is coming for us. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's so, got, I mean, 10, he's class, isn't he? 10 what are you saying, Josh? Assists in 26 appearances for all competition. Mm-hmm. What are you saying, Josh? Um, I mean, whoever you say, it, it's never going to beat Seamus Coleman from Sligo, 60 grand. all jokes aside for me the only one that really stuck out to me was uh with harland for borussia dortmund i just thought the attention that he attracted from the world's best teams um which let's face it are all based in europe anyway um it's you know for 20 odd million I just think they've got an absolute snip. And he's proven it already. Dortmund are fantastic. He scores goals. I think he's a great signing. I'm surprised none of you have uh, said Ollie McBurney, who I thought was another bargain, but... I thought about it. Him and Lise Mousset as well. 
Most yeah. excellent qualities to Sheffield United and uh, Sander Berger. Sander yeah, solidified that midfield. Yeah, I said it before. Like Bournemouth are definitely gone. I think because their running is fucking grim. Norwich, um, Norwich definitely gone. Yeah, Norwich are definitely gone. The, the only two that I mean, let's face it, Villa are gone. But Villa, Villa, gone. Villa yeah. have not got the worst running in the world. So if they can all of a sudden find their scoring boots. Watford haven't got a great running. No. So it, it's pretty much a straight shootout between Villa and Watford, but Watford are obviously in, in very much West the same position. West, West Ham are on the same points as Watford. I know, but West Ham's running's piece of piss. And West Ham, it's not it's a piece of piss. They've got all the teams that are around the relegation zone, so it's in their hands. Yeah. Like every single one of the games they've got is a six-pointer. Like they, they win that, they're hurting someone else in that same position. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, me, way I see, the way I see it, like, you know, Villa, Watford, I mean, we went to Villa the other night. I'd, I would have been more worried if we were going to Watford the other night. I just yeah. think Watford would have been a harder team to play. And I think, I just think Watford are the harder team to play um, than Villa. So I just think Watford will get grind out or just get a result or two, which they need. I just can't see Villa just getting anything. I mean, other than the first fifteen minutes the other night, other than that, they were they were piss poor. They were they weren't that great. I'm just celebrating Real Madrid going two 0 up. Two 0 score. That's, that's not going to go happy in this uh, group. Asensio, mate. Yeah. Oh, class. Benzema assist. Yeah, it got it got ruled out for offside. And they've gone to VAR it, and it turns out that the fullback was playing everyone on. Oh, so what you're saying is in Spain, VAR works? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the World Cup. It's just weird. Fucking Honestly, that World Cup where they brought it in was unbelievable. Very, very good. It, it yeah. put everyone at such an ease and a confidence that this technology is right and it's ready. Yeah. But like, we, like we've said before, I, I think we all still believe that the technology is right. Yeah. It's the rules that are wrong. They're applying new technology to an old rule set. It, it's it not needs that. a whole... Everything needs a whole rework. Yeah. It's not yeah. that. It's the fucking people sat in Stockley applying the rules. So, like, with that fucking Kane one yesterday, that blatantly went to fucking VAR. They sat in that fucking box, that building in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they've gone... Is it a penalty? Yeah, yeah, probably. Is it a clear and obvious error, though? Nah. And that's what I mean. Yeah, that's, what I mean. that's what I mean with the rule change. It shouldn't be, you overrule it if it's an obvious error. It should be, is the decision right? Mm. Yes or yeah. no? If the referee's got it wrong, overrule it. Or yeah. at least tell him, go and look at the screen. Look that's, at the... that's what I was, was going to go on to. Why, why, why are they not telling the refs? You know... Go over yeah. to the screen. The give it, give it another, give it another for yourself. You know. Yeah, when they, that red card. That red yeah, card, yeah. 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 Oh, in Ketia. Spot on. Fucking hell, man. He took him half an hour, and then the ref's gone and seen it twice and gone, oh, red card. Okay. Five yeah. seconds. Yeah. Sorry for about five seconds, didn't he? Went, that's definitely red. And oh, I, I, I hate do that this more rule. Often. I hate the rule where, oh, well, the ball mm-hmm. went out of play, and then we didn't call it back, and now it's a different passage of play, so yeah. we can't. No. Fucking stop the game if it's wrong. Yeah. Someone handballed it twenty minutes ago, disallowed the goal. Like, 
like I get, yeah, there has to be a limit. There has yeah. to be a limit. But you can't take a quick throw in and all of a sudden a handball is completely overruled. That defies the whole point of VAR. Yeah. So the, here's an interesting one for you then. So um, Gary Lineker was um, tweeting the other day saying that he'd suggested a rule change to uh, the powers that be. And his rule change suggestion was the allowance of quick free kicks to be taken and also mm, the ability to take the free kick to yourself. Now, I think that um, this is something that you, that works very well in rugby. Like you, you can take kicks to yourself in rugby um, if if it's a penalty, for example, or you can you can even take a throw into yourself in uh, rugby. So, I think that in football, people are saying things like, "Oh, but people will just abuse it. They'll be going down everywhere because they know that they can take a quick free kick to themselves and run ten meters, and if they get." Or ten yards, and if they get tackled in that ten yards, it gets a further ten meters. Like that's how it works in rugby, and it works fine in rugby, and people don't abuse it in rugby. So, and I know that I think there's a snobbery around football that they don't want to look at other sports and take their mm. advice and take their lead on things because they're the old powerful football and they they can't possibly learn from other other sports. Like, but this it's just shown that like that you should and. I think it's things like these drinks breaks that we're having and stuff at the minute and extra time that people always dispute and stuff like just play half an hour, 30 minute halves and stop the clock every time the ball goes out. Like they're doing rugby. It's It's ridiculous. Like you said about them being the all power and not wanting to look at other people. And it's shown that with VAR, you look Mm. at the sports around the world, cricket, tennis, rugby, the NFL, yeah. I'm pretty certain badminton and squash probably has video replays if we look into it <laughs> properly. Yeah. Why have the FA as a committee not gone and grabbed one of the best video assistant referees from rugby, one from the NFL, one from tennis, one from hockey, one from everywhere, and mm. gone, we are the number one sport in the world. We are implementing this technology that you've been using for yeah. fucking years. We want to make it the best possible what can we take from each of your sports? I obviously come from the NFL. I watch NFL every single week when it's on. Their video replays are spectacular. Yeah. The stuff that them referees see, yeah. I, watch it, I watch it back and I'm like, how on earth have you ever spotted that? The but thing that's is, what makes the game fair because the right team always wins. Yeah. Because there's no controversy. There's, no, there's never a controversial moment because it gets stamped out because of the video referee. And on that note, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Catch us on social media. We are at 4Manx1Toffee. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we are on Twitter. Um, And just carry on supporting us, carry on listening. Thank you so much to everyone who's already been listening to the podcasts. And from myself, Lee, Danny, Dale, and Josh, good night. Good night, guys. Good night, everyone.